Hello and welcome to a very sleepy edition of D&D Tonight. Why are we sleepy? I'm tired. We are a family that gets together once a week, either a Tuesday or a Wednesday, and plays a friendly game of 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons. This week we're continuing our adventures with our special guest star, Brandon Branderson. Brandon, why don't you go ahead and take it uh, take it, uh, take it, it from me? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you make me do it? I don't know what's going on. Well, you know who you are. You can introduce yourself. I am Brandon Branderson, the handsome dwarf. And also, uh, and also Wes. Yeah, also, also Wes. With a large chin. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. He's pretty much all chin. And some beard. So, Mr. Brandon, what happened last week? You were captivated, I believe is your words, so... Maybe you remember. Uh, look, I'll be real with you. I only remember ghosts and spooky skeletons and going down the tunnel and getting ready to to see what's going on with maybe a necromancer or something spooky. But that's about as far as my memory goes. All right. I'm also tired and so do not remember. But let's start off with where we started. Where we started was you guys are level six. Uh, let's see, you guys went into the mines, deeper, underground, you got into where the mining was actually going on with the dwarves, and what you found there was not dwarves anymore, but you found skeletons, a whole lot of skeletons. Skeletons! Skeletons that were mining. And thankfully for you, they were very dumb skeletons. Yes. Very, very dumb. Like, so dumb, when your dog stole one of their legs, he didn't care and kept trying to walk anyway. So, you guys got into a bucket, went down even deeper underground, and found some more skeletons. And these skeletons are all acting in this big, long skeleton train. They're, uh, they're taking all this raw materials somewhere, and you decided that you were going to follow and find out where they're going. I believe we left off with everybody either walking along with one of the carriages that's carrying a bunch of or, or riding on said carriage, and Brandon had just decided to do a little spell called Detect Good and Evil or something like that. Yeah, but it wasn't a spell, it's just an ability I could do. Right. I think it would actually only be once per day. Uh, well, once per that. day he decided to do that thing and found out that he is surrounded in a sea of undeath, literally everywhere. Oh yeah, and the color's all gone from the world. Very strange. You've never heard of the Underdark being in black and white. But the rest of the party knows what's going on. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, last week you also helped some Mushroom family. That was kind of interesting. And this week, because you helped that Mushroom family, everybody gets 200 experience points! Woo! Is that level up? Well, you're already level 6, so 200 experience points is not going to take you to level 7. I think it's more like 14,000 more. No, I'm 5. Everybody else leveled up last week. Uh, well, you're... you. Well, whatever. <laughs> Don't do whatever me. I whatever you. 200? 200 XP. 14 to 75. Yep, making your way on up there. Making my way downtown. You did it first, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys, I don't want to do this now. I have to figure out another set of wording because it's literally making your way is the, the next set of words. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, making your way unseen along this train of skeletons to see what the source of this no doubt nefarious scheme is, 
It doesn't take long for you to come upon a shattered stone gate and a parapet on either side of it. There may not be any color to it, but there is a bright light behind the wall outlining the carved stone. No doubt this is the Duragar fortress that Lord Duram spoke of. As you notice the massive, partially ruined structure, you also take notice of something that sounds like words amongst the grumbles and groans of skeletons. Mm, words. Words are Yeah, they scary. want to overthrow the government. Mm, language. Let's say it's common. Now you might question why it's common, but it's common. I'm not questioning anything. As I remember, Merlin is sitting on a carriage that's hauling ore. Asharis is underneath a carriage, out of sight. Yes. I don't remember where anyone else is. Where's everyone else? Ghostlinger's with me. Ghostlinger is also out of sight. Oh, I was following behind in the tunnel. I was uh, near the back. Okay, you're at the back. Are you... Hiding? On a carriage, walking along? What are you doing? I think I was just walking alongside of it because I didn't see a, uh, a threat. All right, well, you hear people. What do you do? I don't know. What do I do? I'm hiding. So. <laughs> All right, everybody. Give me perception checks. D20s all around for everybody. Have fun. First, I hate D20s at this point. I rolled a 15. Where did my D&D dice roller go? And I have perception. I don't have any. Four. Four. I rolled. Yeah, no. I rolled a 15. Four. Okay, I heard a four, a 15, and a 15 plus a whole bunch? Yep. What's the plus a whole bunch? Like 20? Well, I have perception. That's three. And then I have two wisdom. Do I get the two wisdom that is next? That's the two wisdom, so that's a 20. Okay, Asharis, as you are peering out from underneath this carriage loaded down with ore and gemstones, you notice a few figures standing near the top of the wall at the edge of the ruined gate. It appears to be a couple of Durgar, but one of the voices stands out in your mind. Uh-oh. You think it's Zabuza. Uh-oh. <gasps> Jessica, you're nemesis. They don't know you're here, though. Be quiet. Jessica, you notice only the few figures standing near the top of the wall. You don't see or hear a Zabuza. You just notice that there's some uh, gruff-looking dwarves that are kind of burly. You think they're Duragar. But Asharis tells you that she thinks Zabuza's there. Hmm. Uh, Merlin, you rolled a 15? Or was it... Yeah, I got a four. Oh, Merlin got a four. Never mind. You don't even see the people up there. Brandon, you rolled a 15, so you notice that there are Durgar up top, but you don't know the Zabazov character, so you recognize Durgar in a voice that does not sound Durgar. Which one is Durgar again? Durgar are evil dwarves. Oh. Well, we won't call them evil. Let's call them dark dwarves. Ideologically opposed. Yes. So I'm going to say you guys are coming along this path, which on either side of it has got like sheer rock faces. And you can see that this path winds along towards that ruined fortress that you were told about by uh, Lord Duram. And you see these people there. They don't appear to see you yet. Oh, the horse and carriage look. <laughs> what does, uh, do I have any history with Duragar? Like, do I know things about... Am I threatened by these evil dwarves? Being a dwarf, 
You're not just ideologically opposed, you have a long-standing hatred of Duragar and would be intimately familiar with their existence and want to eradicate them. Being descended from the dwarves that originally sacked this fortress. Mm, so I view them as pure evil incarnate. Mm, not evil, but you know that you hate them. Are they evil dwarves or not? <laughs> They are evil dwarves, yes, but you don't view them as evil dwarves. You see them as more like cousins that are murderers. So evil. Right. They're your family. More than the red-headed stepchildren. But you, you hate them not just because they're evil. You hate them because they're your bloodline turned wrong. Hmm. Oh. They're bad guys, but they're not like chaos dwarves or something. They're literally chaos dwarves. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, have they noticed us? No. How far away are they? Let's go with 100 feet. Did you charge them, or are they, like, up on a precipice? They are standing on top of a wall next to a ruined gate leading into this fortress ahead of you. How many of them are there? Uh, you see a few. Maybe three. How high is the wall? Uh, I wonder, I want to see if I can do something. 15 feet? It's a pretty big wall. But Merlin has a grappling hook. Merlin does have a grappling Pickles. hook. But he doesn't notice them, and he's on a carriage just kind of riding along. That might be kind of loud, unless he can do it from a point that, like, they wouldn't see it. Well, there is definitely a noise of movement and, you know, skeletons moaning and groaning in this place. You're on a train of skeletons carrying rocks and gems and stones into this fortress by the looks of things. And you are growing closer to the open gate, which you will go through if you follow through this, this caravan to wherever it's going. Because you can see the skeletons filing along into the fortress. Can I yell at Merlin and tell him to hide? Mm. Yelling at someone to tell them to hide. This sounds like um, the opposite of things. A horrible plan. <laughs> can you use mental telepathy? I don't have that. Uh-oh. If you want to rephrase that from yelling to going Psst, Yes, I will allow that. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Warn him in some way to hide. Psst, I exist. <laughs> okay, I'm hiding now. Thank you. I mean, we could get the drop in on them. Uh, what's our range capabilities like? We have a ranger and a wizard. There's thousands of these things. We're going to keep hiding. We said three. There's a lot of skeletons, and the skeletons haven't appeared to be a risk up until this point, but Merlin makes a good point. Maybe you don't want to, you know, just in case somebody's controlling these skeletons. That was a thing before. You don't know where the source of the skeletons is coming from. Save, save the surprise for later. So what do you tell Merlin when you get his attention? Uh. Or do you just, like, mime? Point, point at him or something. I'd be like, Psst, Merlin! Get down! Bad guys ahead! <laughs> Bad guys ahead. <laughs> okay. I like what Jessica said. There's evil afoot! <laughs> evil! Evil! That's very fitting, Jessica. Very fitting. Indeed. Alright, so Merlin, what do you do when you notice that there's evil afoot and there are bad guys up on this uh, wall of this big fortress that you're headed towards with this skeleton caravan? Well, I, uh, I get down underneath the carriage and uh, slither off to the side of the... He's a slippery snake. Okay, you make yourself hard to see. Literally slithers. 
How about how about our good friend Brandon Branderson? What do you see? What do you do as you see these uh, these Duragar? I'm going to make a, uh, a D20 roll to see what I do because I feel like Brandon would be very angry <laughs> seeing them. Well, I mean, you literally know that they're here. You were told when you came down here, there's a Duragar fortress. If there's evil things, they're probably there. So, I mean, yeah, you're prepared we- for this eventuality. So you think you'd be cool, like when they tell you all that in training? Then, like when you see these evil doers, like okay, roll your dice. <laughs> tell me what your <laughs> dice roll tells you to do. I rolled a seventeen. His resolve is pretty good. Okay, so what do you do? Uh, I keep my cool and I try to like kind of regroup with the party because I'd been behind them. Uh, I kind of move over to towards where Merlin was headed. Okay, so Asharis and Ghost Slinger are up front uh, by one cart and you and merlin are slightly further behind i'm going to say like 20 feet back with the next cart full of uh of components are we're slowly moving forward towards them right pardon we're all the carts and stuff are slowly moving forward towards them yes you are headed in a procession towards this here fortress are we going Going into a gate everybody roll me a sneak check no 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 you can do that I'm bad at those. Mm-hmm. You are bad at those. Is it? I'm not that. Is it D20? It is a D20. Okay. Thank you. Oh. Well, I have rolled a 13. Can we take a group check? Do you know about those, Derek? I am well aware of how to do a group check. What did you roll? With disadvantage I... because you're in your terrible armor. Another 13. Well, I rolled a 17 and an 8. So you rolled an 8. Yeah. So... I got a 6. Did I roll oh. it twice? No, you're fine. I have disadvantage because I'm in heavy armor. Ghost Slinger, how sneaky are you? A 13, but plus all the stuff, which I can't see, and I am eating, so this is not a good idea. Well, see, that's the problem (laughs) with having dinner in the middle of Dungeons & Dragons. I'll have to let that go, though. I would assume, since I have it, then it would be... Plus three. And then the other three with my... Okay, so plus six, so your 13 becomes a 19. Okay. Asharis, you have a plus seven, so your 13 becomes a 20. Do I? Hmm. Three for having stealth. You have stealth, right? Or no? I do have stealth, oh. Plus your dexterity, which is four. Which is five. Which is five? Yep. So 21. So 21 (laughs) plus uh, 19 plus... What was Brandon's? An eight? Eight. Yep. Plus... Seven? So we're at 48 plus... Uh, what did what did Merlin roll? Six. Six! Uh, puts us at 54. Now, if only I could divide very quickly in my head. Yep. Nope. 54 divided by four, 13.5. <laughs> you guys sneak past and don't appear to be noticed. Just barely? Did I say 35.5, 13.5? Just barely sneak past, unnoticed. There's a dicey moment where one of the Duragar walks over to the edge of the uh, the wall there as you guys are going along underneath the gate, right under their noses, and he is observing the skeleton horde as it moves the goods toward into the fortress. Good job there, Brandon. And then he turns back and heads back towards the others. So is that because Brandon said we should do a group thing? Yeah, that's why that I chose to do it that way, because if I did the, oh, the lowest thing, which is what I would do if I wanted you to fail, 
I would do the whole, oh, well, it's just whoever rolls the lowest, that's the number we'll take. Y'all have failed hard. Mm. Oh, is that how it's supposed to be done? That's awful. That doesn't help. Well, no, it's how you choose to play it as the DM. I figured I'd at least give you a chance to sneak in. Like, you shouldn't punish a party that is mostly sneaky people just because there's one guy wearing heavy armor. (laughs) Oh, I see. I mean, but I could. I could just have Merlin and Brandon get caught. I appreciate you. But I let the extra sneakiness of the two in front help the not-so-sneakiness of the people behind. Let's say because they're very, very well hidden, no suspicion is drawn, so they don't look any closer at it as you guys go past. If they'd have looked any closer... They would have definitely seen some shiny, shiny dwarf. <laughs> and maybe some flowing dw- uh, flowing wizard robes sticking out the back of the, uh, the cart behind you guys. You mean his armor is shiny? Mm. Oh my goodness. Gonna so- assume it's shiny. It's a dwarf. Dwarves are always shiny. Put some mud on it. <laughs> Put some mud on him. Dwarves are above that. Rub, rub some dirt on it. Rub some dirt on it. He's not just a dwarf, he's a paladin dwarf, which means that he stands out like a beacon in the darkness, and you guys are literally surrounded by darkness. Oh no. Yeah, but he's really strong. That's good. Apparently, I'm super stealthy because I did great. <laughs> As you guys get past the walls of this ruined fortress, you see inside this place. And inside, you see that the stonework is robustly crafted. It is much the same quality of dwarven, of the dwarven craftsmanship that you saw above, but it is lacking in the ornate decoration and finery that the dwarves put into the detail of all their work. The Durgar seem to focus on the function and don't put any extra decorative adornments into their work. However, the layout of the place isn't much different than the dwarven cities you've been in before, only this place is smaller. At the far end, you see a solid stone set of doors, which are broken off from their hinges long ago. Between them is the source of the bright light that you saw before. It is a good distance from you. It looks like it's coming from the back of a great hall. The skeleton hordes are headed directly towards that light. Hmm. Is it like a spooky light, or is it like a kind of color? I don't know. Like So, you're in a black and white world. There's a light. a spotlight, is it? And there's a really bright beaming light shining out in every direction from a mm. point at the back of this uh, great hall. I think we need to investigate that. There's also a train of skeletons heading from the gates to this fortress straight towards the back uh, at that light. Oh, there's also skeletons heading back the other direction. Mm. So you've got skeletons headed towards it to drop off their loads of stuff, and then skeletons headed away from it, bringing back empty buckets and empty carts to uh, presumably go pick up more. Mm. Approaching closer, you see the skeletons are walking into the hall and disappearing into the le- into the light. There is an ethereal glowing portal in front of the remains of a smashed throne. The light appears to be emanating from a circular gem set into a thick iron-banded ring. That's it! The horrorcrux! The portal appears to reach out from the gem into the throne room in front of it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon has no idea what's going on. Mom, I believe no, Savuza still has a nose. That's the Horcrux. The nose is how you know someone has a Horcrux. They have no nose. The nose is a Horcrux? The skeletons continue to ignore you and walk through the portal. First, their legs disappear, 
as they walk through, by the time they reach the ring, they disappear completely. Oh my goodness. So are they taking gems in there? They're taking all this material that they've mined out of the mines above in through this portal. And you are quickly approaching it. Hmm. Uh-oh. Do we want to go in? No. Do we want to get out? Yes. Well, what else is... Can those guys still see us? The Duragar? No, they're well behind you at this point. Is there anybody else bad around? A whole ton of skeletons. Well, not... Well, they don't... They're stupid. Are we going through the portal? No. What to find out. I don't want to. What are you doing? If you don't tell me anything, you're going through this portal. I don't want to go through the portal. Okay, what do you do? We're going to go through the portal. <laughs> okay. Let's gather. So what do we do? Hide. Asharis, Ghost Slinger, you're up front. What do you do? Let's hide like Jessica. I'm going to run out and hide behind a rock. I'll just follow you. You find in this great hall there is a ruins of some stone tables that are smashed. You dart out and get behind one of the ruins of stone tables. And I'm going to tell the others to follow suit. Ghostslinger, you follow suit. Mm-hmm. Merlin! Yes? Brandon, you see uh, Asharis run out and get behind one of these smashed tables that's in this room. What do you do? I'm gonna I'm gonna do like a super sweet like run and power slide uh, over behind <laughs> the table as well. Because I want to know what the plan is, and what's up with that portal, and what's that glowy thing. I'm going to retcon something real quick. What? You don't see the glow. What? You just see skeletons walking forward towards this portal, and the portal is glowing, but the big bright glowing thing, you don't see that. It makes sense. (laughs) Hmm. Does that mean that thing's not actually there? Or? No, you can see the ring, you can see the portal, but you don't see the big bright glowy thing. You're not the Blessed of Bahamut. Oh, it I makes don't see sense. It. Only they see that. It's because we're blessed by the dragon to no, bring our, our quest from God. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're on a mission <laughs> from the God. The dragon God. <laughs> You're doing the Lord's work. Exactly. So let me paint, paint me the picture. We're in this big old room, and there's this portal that leads to a black and white world that the skeletons are all marching into. No, you're in a black and white world already. How did that happen? These skeletons are marching into a portal and disappearing. When we were walking, it went all gray and black and white. Oh, okay. Yeah, when you guys descended deeper and deeper into the uh, into the under underground, as you went down in the mines, it not only got darker and darker, at some point, the color faded out of the world. It's like color faded out, or it's just painted like this here or something? Oh, no, I guess all of us. There is no color now. Everything is in black and white. I want to take a history check to see if uh, there it's anything dwarven that would make that happen. Okay. Because, I mean, like, I don't know if this is peculiar to me or if I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that's just the monochrominator. I know all about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the monochrominator. <laughs> Roll me a history check. Uh, I That's an 18 plus my history, which I have advantage on and I'm pretty good at. So There is nothing of dwarven nature that makes the entire world around you go black and white. That is not <laughs> yeah, you got no idea why the world turned black and white. Well, I am, I am shooketh. You are shooketh to the core. <laughs> How would you guys like to proceed from here? Oh, I hope we get together and talk about it. Yeah. You guys are all hiding behind a table watching a bunch of skeletons walk along in a train, disappear into a portal, while other skeletons reappear out of a portal and walk back in the other direction to reload their buckets. 
All right, guys. We got to skeletons and stealing all our stuff. The skeletons are definitely stealing from the dwarves, yes. I wonder where it's going. Okay, Brandon Branderson, we have to get that ring thing. The what? The ring thing. What ring thing? He can see the ring oh. thing, just not the light, right? Yes, he can see the ring thing that looks like it's the source of the portal. We, we need must to get steal the ring. The okay. source of the portal and destroy it. So that gem over there, or it, is it like a gem or like a, when you say ring, is it like a There is a iron ring with a big gemstone set into it that looks like it's the source of a portal that skeletons are walking through. Are we talking about a ring you wear on your finger or like a 10 foot tall ring with a... No, it is a ring like you would wear on your finger. Okay. Or I guess maybe not like a ring like you'd wear on your finger, more like uh, um Like a circlet? Not a circlet, because those go on your head. Like the ones that go on your wrist. Like a decorative armband type thing. Like a bracelet? Yeah, like a bracelet. Okay. And it's pretty thick. Let's say it's about an inch and a half thick, maybe two inches, with a big stone set in it. All right, Brandon, we must get the bracelet and destroy it. I pick up my flail, and I'm like, well, let's get to smashing! (laughs) Uh, These skeletons are pretty dumb. So unless we piss off the, the one that is controlling them, which it's possible it's those three, but I don't... Do any of those dwarves look like they have, like, necromancer robes or any of them all hunched over and going and twirling, like, a big curly mustache or anything like that? Based on your big hist- on your, your good history check, you don't think that any of them are capable of controlling this many undead. Like, because you're not just controlling undead in the room. These undead are being controlled all the way back the long path that you just came down all the way to upstairs, the big bucket lift that you came down, and throughout the mine that they were running up above. There's no way that any of those three, like, there's no Durgar that you've ever heard of that would be capable of something like that. I think we try to slip in through the portal in this uh, ghostly procession here, when the, those dwarves aren't looking in one of these mine carts. It's an all-seeing eye. That's the ring. We have to steal it. Oh, Okay. One caveat, I wouldn't call them a ghostly procession. They're more like a jangly procession of bones. Okay, it's like a bow jangle squad. It's like a a living xylophone, I see. All I can imagine is the racket they make as they move around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some noise. That's why we can talk. They can't hear us. Could Ghostlinger put on her hat and become a skeleton and just kind of march up in there? I, I don't know why she would not be able to do that. I don't want to. You know Why do you never want to do the thing that helps us? Because I'm not helpful. Oh my gosh, I forgot you're not uh, helpful. I'm going to be honest. Uh-huh. If I had a crazy hat like that, I would not give up the opportunity to do the spooky, spooky skeleton dance and march along. But that's just me. <laughs> so can we still hear Zabuza or no? You said his name wrong. No, you're far, you're far enough away from the entrance that you don't hear them speaking anymore. Man, I should have asked what he was saying. Based on the fact that you guys went past and there was a lot of noise, I'll give you that you heard something about continuing the shipment and more power. Hmm. Okay. Oh, and you might have heard things like Lord and Master as well. You know, typical bad guy stuff. But who was saying that? The Duragar. Okay, the Duragar were calling him Master? Yeah, they used the word Lord and said the word master, as well as talking about a shipment and more power. Okay. So that's what they're saying to Zabuza. 
when Zabuza, when you heard Zabuza, it was more like calling them fools and telling them that they're going too slow. Typical bad guy telling his minions that y'all suck, do it better. Ah, I see. It's a typical uh, show up and tell you tell them to hurry up. Got it. That that's kind of the gist of what you got from the little bit you could hear. Okay, so I mean, part of me just wants to run up there and take the darn thing and then run away. Totally valid thing you could do. I just am not convinced that it's just going to be that easy for it to come down. I feel like all those skeletons are going to attack us the minute we touch the darn thing. I mean, if they do, I can turn them all. Oh, you I, are prepared I, for such a thing again? I don't think... I. It might have a limit on how many it can target. I'll have to double check it. No, it doesn't. You can literally turn every skeleton nearby you away. They will be afraid of you. It will buy you 60 seconds. Which might be plenty of time to run the heck away. How fast are we, 60 seconds? <laughs> hmm. Well, that might be a once a day kind of thing for me. I thought it was a spell. It's a paladin. It's a sacred oath. It's an, oh, it's, I, it's a divinity that I can channel. And I can I can pick between turn the unholy or sacred weapon. So what does everyone think of that idea? I feel like we should send Sneaky Sneakerson over here. Oh. <laughs> And refuses to go and help. You're both fairly sneaky. I mean, you could go together just in case something goes wrong. Oh, I forgot I have stealth. <laughs> Apparently, Brandon is awesome at stealth as well. <laughs> Brandon thinks very highly of himself. He thinks he could sneak over there on his own and go do it. Very light on his feet, Brandon is. So, did you hear what I said about the two of you were very stealthy? You could sneak together in case something goes wrong? That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Oh, bummer. I have to I have to finish a short rest to use that again. How long is a short rest? In 5e? It's either 10 minutes or an hour. I know in previous editions, it was an hour. No, in previous editions, it was five minutes. I think it's an hour in 5e. Google it. Either way, we could we could guard Brandon Branderson for an hour while he sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <nap> time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're doing here. It might be uh, might be time intensive. That's true. If they get more of the stuff, it could be bad. Hmm, where did it go? Is anyone damaged? If you guys take a short rest, you could heal. It's a one hour long. Where to go? Where to come from? We are all uh, healed up again. I believe. If you spend an hour sitting here watching these skeletons go by, I mean, does it look like that's an option? <laughs> like, does it look like they're for a while? Well, I mean, you could time. get discovered sitting here in this room full of skeletons walking by. You know, there are sentient creatures that are not just automatons around. Automatons. I think uh, we'll probably come up with something else. Let's. Um, they were pretty weak skeletons before. We could probably bash them in and make our escape if they. All, all right. Then I will draw my sword. Good plan. I'm drawing my swords, and I shall cast bark skin on Blinky. Okay, Blinky has bark skin on him. He pops into existence, and you touch him. Yes, and then I shall head off stealthy, like to. Uh, Go and recover the bracelet. Is Ghost Slinger going with you? Part of me wants to just shoot at it with with the magic arrow. Oh, that's a good idea. Do you think that would be a good idea to try try first? To see if it will even, like... Which magic arrow? Moon. You only have one chance for a surprise. Also, what if that portal shuts off? You could have a train wreck of skeletons with nowhere to go. (laughs) Only a surprise is one time. So you want me to sneak, then, is what you're saying? Well... 
I was asking if Ghostslinger was going to sneak along with you. Sure. Okay. Are you sneaking as a skeleton? <laughs> or are you sneaking as you? I'll be a skeleton and I'll just start doing the spooky, scary skeleton. Is that a serious use of your, your skeleton hat? You want to do that? No. Okay. No. We're not going to use your once-a-day ability then. Now, what arrow were you thinking of shooting it with? Because you could try and shoot it. But you know that it's, um, it's not... Uh, gonna destroy it because mm. you had to take the last one to Argal to have it destroyed. Yes, or assume again that is the plan. Why don't you get it? To, uh, can I talk? Yeah. Why don't you get the thing and then jump into it? Well, because what if I'm trapped in a in a scary land with no way to get back? I mean, you don't see well, them coming back. Why don't we get it and let's all jump into it and then take it with us? See if that'll work. But if we all go yeah. into the Shadowfell with no way we to get back, in that field. Remember the first first episode where we were walking through the field and then the shadow fell was there on the side of the road with the brick wall. That was the Feywild. And the shadow fell. Oh, well, whatever. She saw both. Maybe we could reprogram it like a time machine. No, we can't. So you want to go into it and grab the bracelet at, as we go. It's just a thought. We'd be going in our own direction. I'm worried about getting trapped. We could all go get trapped together. <laughs> We're all in this together. Well, the way I'm throwing dice, it's not a good idea. <laughs> Has it been bad? Merlin it's rolled like an eight, a, yeah, an eight and a six. It wasn't great. I got an 18, two seventeens, and an eight so far. Well, I've been doing pretty good. All right, what are you guys going to do? Can't let you sit here all night not doing anything. Got to make a decision eventually. So you well, seriously want to go in there? I want to go in there. Let's go. I don't know how to destroy it. If we had it in our hand, at least we could run with it. Yes, but the part- You do know how to destroy it. You, the only thing you know is how to destroy it. You take it to the dragon, and the dragon fire consumes it. Yes. Yeah, but we have to get out to go there. I was thinking jump in. Yeah, you don't know how to do that part. The only thing you know how to do is destroy that thing. So if we got it, maybe we could look at it and figure out how to point it in the right direction, jump into it, and arrive at the dragon. All in one fail swoop. All right, Marlin, roll me an arcana check. Oh my god. Is it a 20 thing? Yep. You'll add your arcana to it, which will probably be like five. A three. (laughs) (laughs) Merlin, you are fairly confident what you just said you cannot do. Exactly. Uh, I want to take an arcana check as well, then. Okay. Oh, please do. What do you want to learn from your arcana check? If I know anything about that artifact there that they pointed at, because it's not glowing, but, I mean, it clearly... It's making a portal. It looks like the source of this portal. So if you imagine there is a broken stone... What's it called? Not altar. It's a, it's a throne. A broken stone throne. Can you hear me now? There is a stone chair that has been smashed sitting on the chair is a bracelet with a big old gemstone in the top of it in front of that throne there is a portal that skeletons are walking through i imagine it's kind of at like an angle because you see them going into it and like their feet disappear and then their midsection disappears and then their head disappears and then they're gone and then another one walks out of it going the other direction i rolled a 19 minus one uh, my arcana check. You have no idea what that thing is. <laughs> All right. I will send Merlin and Brandon Branderson into the portal. All right, Merlin and Brandon Branderson, do you agree with this plan? Sure. I will hold your hand, go slither, grab the bracelet, and go in. 
So we're all going in? Cool. What else do you do? I don't want to get trapped apart. My dungeon master brain is going crazy on should I let this happen or not. All right. Yes, I don't feel like this is a good idea. This is against my better judgment. I don't think it's a good idea either. Oh. Brandon Branderson, what do you say when she says this is against my better judgment? I don't I don't know what this thing is. I just know that the evildoers are using it to do evil things, so I want to go and whack it. Okay, so if you don't had want it on hand, it? If I mean, we took I'm, it in our hand, how would we run back out of this cave? Well, clearly, wherever those skeletons are going, they're carrying off our, my ore, our people's ore, and gems and stuff, back to their evil fortress. And I'm guessing that that portal on the other side of it is there, like, where they're all hanging out. So I kind of want to go in and get all our stuff back. But they're waiting to kill us. All right. We agree, so we do it. Let's go. Brandon and Merlin. We're doing it. Go out from behind the table that you guys are hiding behind. Asharis and Ghostslinger watch patiently to see what happens. The two of you walk with the skeletons towards the portal. And as you walk into it, you don't start to disappear. Uh-oh. And you walk all the way through it. And both of you are on either side of the throne, not disappeared. Hmm. All right. Marilyn, roll me another Arcana check. All right. Wait, Woo-hoo! what? Not disappeared? 16. We didn't disappear. Not disappeared. You're standing on either side of the throne. And Merlin immediately has the thought that this portal must only transport undead. Uh, we'd, we'd have to die first. Only undead. Oh, no, not dead. Undead. Is the portal... Tra- like translucent like i can see a room on the other side yes it's semi-transparent okay. oh well what do we see on the other side the room that you're standing in you don't see through the portal oh like i can't see what's on the other side you just see that there is a portal there yeah it is like the color of magic and then the skeletons walk into this color of magic portal and start to disappear you can see through it the room that you're in and merlin and Brandon tried to walk through it with the skeletons and just walked through it. They didn't get transported. Okay, well then I'm going to head over there to grab it. Grab the bracelet. Are you coming, Ghostslinger? Sure. Ghostslinger comes along. Asharis comes up to Brandon and Merlin, and she says, I'm going to take this here thing, and let's just run for it. Does that sound about right? Yes. Okay. You reach... For the... I'm going to be instantly dead, aren't I? It's like a one-shot tail. You reach for the bracelet. And as your hand reaches out for it, from the other end of the chamber... As you reach for it, Brandon's like, I wonder why this was unguarded. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bus battle room! As you reach... (laughs) As you reach for the thing, you hear... From the other end of the chamber. It's a... I'm sorry. My, my, my headset cut out. What was that? Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and a minotaur charges through the skeletons that are carrying all this ore, smashing them to pieces, headed straight for you. Everyone roll initiative. Oh, hey, my name is Ma. <laughs> the castle. <laughs> I was going to say oh, you my. heard a moo, oh, but I didn't want to just say moo. I would rather moo. Uh, the master, oh, my gosh. Master, I rolled a whatever thing. you are. I'm, I'm sending these dice back to you. <laughs> hey, they've rolled fine the rest of the time. It only rolled a two this time. I rolled a two. I rolled a 15. I rolled Thank a Thank God six. for something. I've had those days. It's the worst. 
Alright, so let me add in the family. Alright, what did Merlin roll? I heard a five. No, it was a two. Oh, plus one is a three. Hey, if you're going to waste a roll, waste it on initiative. Asharis, what did you roll? I rolled a two. You rolled a two plus your dexterity modifier of five? Oh, yep, five. Seven. Ghost Slinger, what did you roll? Fifteen. Plus your dexterity? Uh. Is it four? Nineteen. Eighteen. Close enough. Nineteen. Brandon, what did you roll? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen? Let's actually play the game now and stop talking about what we're going to do. Yeah. Up first is the Minotaur, who is roaring through the crowd. Oh my god. Smashing apart skeletons as he goes, before Sharis has a chance to grab the hoopa jig. The dang horcrux. I think we lost Derek again. God. He's dead. Totally dead. Every time. Killed by the Minotaur. <laughs> His voice is working. You mean my talky-talky voice? Oh, I hear you now. I hear you now. You're okay. Talky-talky voice. Dink, dink. All right, I finally got it. We're all together, everybody. Man, what a pain in the butt. Minotaur rolls up, and he's on page number 223. In case anybody cares to look it up at home. Hmm. Except for my players. You guys aren't allowed to look it up, so stop looking it up. What does he look like? He looks like a big old bull man. Like this. So he's got big old cloven hooves and big old bull horns, and he's carrying a great big old great axe. Oh my gosh. I didn't know he was going to be on two legs. He is a not-to-be-messed-with dude. Mm. And he is charging. We're going to die. Let's see. Everybody's kind of gathered around the thing. Is he using a visa or a mastercard? Let's see. I don't know. Let's see if I hit first. Well, what I roll, and then I'll decide. I don't know. What's the monitor doing? Let's see. It's going to try and gore someone. You know what? It's going to go after Brandon. No! <laughs> oh, it's so bad. I'm so sad. He tried to gore you. It didn't work. Let's see. So he rolls through all these skeletons. And you know what happens? Because he's hit so many skeletons with his horn as, as he's charging through the room, there's actually so many skeleton bodies piled up on top of his head. When he hits Brandon, oh. he just bounces off. There's no actual piercing with him with his head uh -huh. anymore. He'll have to shake off some of those dead skeletons before uh, before he'll be able to gore you guys. Hmm. Thank goodness. He's going to try and hit you with his great axe since he missed you with his horns. Okay. Does a 23 break your armor? Nope. Yes, it does. I lied. <laughs> you take... Oh, I don't have two of those. 11 plus 3. 11 plus... Plus what? 4. There's six, more? Seven, 18 points of damage. Oh, sweet child. Slashing damage from a great axe. What well, kind of damage? Slashing. I've been struck it. And it just enrages you. I'll <laughs> <laughs> take more than that. Did he like... Oh, he didn't mess up, like, my cleft chin or anything, though, did he? Because that would be a problem. Uh, you've lost you've lost part of your beard, I think. <laughs> now that you can see it under my glorious red beard. Yeah, you lost part of your glorious red beard. Next up is Ghost Slinger. Ghost Slinger, a minotaur, just charged into the room and hit your buddy Brandon with a big old great axe. All right, I'm back. Sorry, everyone. You're back. Ghost Slinger, you're up next. Your buddy Brandon was just charged by a minotaur. Um... He's like, I don't know, ten feet away from you, maximum. You can get there real easy. And I believe you said you had your swords drawn. Can I just stab him then? 
You can absolutely roll to stab him. Damn. 17. Plus your stuff? Plus the stuff. What's the stuff? It all changed because you guys are more powerful now. She's doing math. Mm-hmm. 23. That'll do. Roll me a hit roll. Or a, a damage roll. Roll me some damages. Damages. Oh. I'm assuming the katana is first. Yeah, that would probably be your main hand, be your katana. It is a four. Ghost Slinger does four damage with her katana, plus her dexterity modifier. Plus. Four. So eight. Yes. Possibly. Do you do sneak attack damage because you have a friend nearby? Sure. Also, roll me some sneak attack damage. I made her weapon glow, remember? That was ages ago. Yeah, but it lasts. Oh, it only lasts. Oh, I thought it lasted eight hours. What the? How long does it last? This is one hour. Yeah, that was ages ago. Hmm. (laughs) Sneak attack dice? Anything? Are you playing on your tablet instead of rolling sneak attack dice? Give me that. Which one? This one? Yes. Oh, she can't find her dice. She can't find her dice. Oh, she needs two. I see. I need three. Oh. She's got lots of sneak attack. It's nine. So nine plus eight, 17 damage to the Minotaur. Sheesh. Go Slinger. That was hardcore. Swings around super fast, like a super fly, super fast person, and does 17 damage. To the Minotaur with her katana. I believe you still have an offhand weapon. Yeah. If you would like to offhand someone in the face. No. Let's see. Brandon, what did you take? 18 damage? Mm-hmm. Didn't she get two attacks? Yes, she's doing that now. But she's busy playing on her tablet, you see. No, doesn't she get two attacks besides having an offhand weapon? Because I got a, I got an extra attack at fifth level. No, she has. she's a different class than you. She gets main hand, offhand, plus 3d6 sneak attack damage. Because mine says, beginning at 5th level, you can attack twice instead of once whenever you take the attack action on your turn. Yes. I didn't know if that was just like a standard thing across classes or not. She gets 3d6 additional damage whenever she hits, which is kind of a lot. Don't know if you noticed. What's your offhand hit? What did you roll? A 10. A 10! Plus your stuff! What's your stuff? I believe it would be a 16. It will be a 16. Well, good for you. That will break his armor. Did we lose Dad? Or is he still there? What's your other hand? Sorry, short, but I don't know. Oh, hello, D6. Hello, D6. It's a two. Two. Number two. Number two! (laughs) She did two damage more! So she's done a total now of 19 damage to the Minotaur as she whips around with her katana and does a huge slash across his back and then another smaller stab on his thigh. Suddenly, as Ghost Slinger reacts like lightning, it becomes obvious that there's another person with this Minotaur. He yells from the back of the chamber, Oh, you! Get away from that! And he comes running in. It's another Duragar. Maybe it's the same as the one you saw before. It's hard to tell. He's going to run all the way across the room, and that will be his whole action. Brandon, a Duragar just ran all the way across the room towards you. He's probably about 25 feet away, but there is a Minotaur in your face. Well, I'm I'm going to obliterate this Minotaur. I think uh, I can do it two more times. I have two more spell slots. I can burn it on that. I don't think it's as impressive when it's not on an undead, but I still think it's pretty good. Let me find it. So I said you hit a creature melee weapon attack, you can spend one spell slot to deal radiant damage to the target. In addition to the weapon's damage, the extra damage is 2d8 for first level spell slot. 
plus 1d8 for each spell level higher than first. Extra d8 if it's undead or a fiend. Oh, is it a fiend? I'm not sure. Let me look. Probably not. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I'm going to hit it in the face, which I believe I have. It's strength and my proficiency bonus to hit, right? Yes. Okay. So I have plus seven to hit. Where'd my dice roller go? My dice, dice roller. All right. Dice don't fail me now. <laughs> don't fail me now. That's an 11 plus my seven. So 18. That'll hit. Roll damage. And I'm going to, my flail bursts into holy flames as I do it. I'm going to mark off a spell slot. And that will be 3d8 plus my strength. So let me take the d8, make it 3d8, and roll. And roll. Okay. Why is it not clicking? Uh, that's a 15 plus my strength modifier of 4, so 19. Plus 19 more damage as you whack this thing with holy flame flail. Hooray. Uh, I'm gonna hit him again, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use the smite thing this time. I've only got one charge left of it. Do you have to roll the hit again? Yes, I think I do. Roll the hit again. Wait, do I have to roll the hit again? I don't know. It just says you attack twice when you take the attack action. Yeah, you have to roll the hit again. All right, that time I rolled the all my stuff, so a twenty or twenty-one. That hits. Okay, now I'm gonna roll one d8 for I rolled a six on the d8 plus my strength of four, so ten more damage. 10 more damage for a total of 29 this turn. That's a lot of damage. You take a chunk out of this guy. Smack, smack, smack. (laughs) He is profoundly bloodied by your flail blows. He is all black and blue from being repeatedly flailed. And there's blood kind of down his left half. After Brandon, suddenly from behind you, Ghost Slinger hears a voice. Ghost Slinger! Oh, no. How did you get in here? You should not have been able to sneak past me! And he attacks you! Oh no! Does a 22 beat your armor class? Obviously! You take... Uh, 7 damage. Is that right? Oof. Nope, sorry. 9 damage. That's better. Do, do we have our extra points from Brandon, or did that wear off? Uh, that lasts 8 hours. Yeah, you guys so. should still have your extra points from him. So there, I need to do math now! <laughs> well, before you do math... Go ahead and add an additional six to that nine. You take 15 total as Zabuza stabs at you repeatedly with his short sword. Dang. Who's Zabuza? Zabuza? Her nemesis. Do you, do you say, who is this guy? Yeah, basically, I'm confused. He <laughs> um, seems to know you. But he's stabbing her. <laughs> yeah, but so like, I, I, is this... I don't know. She's the weirdest person I've ever met, so maybe this is just what her people are like? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, didn't he say I took 15 damage? You did take 15 damage. Oh, jeez. That's a lot of damage. Yes, it is. Um, hold on. What's 42 minus 15? I'm doing math. I can't do the math. 27. Oh, uh, I'm trying to write sideways. Is it my turn now? I don't know. It is. Let's see. Zabuza showed up and he appeared out of the darkness and stabbed a ghost slinger. And then it is. It's Asharis' turn. How did you know? Because I rolled better than Merlin. (laughs) 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 Only just. All right. It is Asharis' turn. There is a Zabuza harrowing uh, a ghost slinger near Brandon. And Brandon is facing off against a not very good looking Minotaur. I will attack Zabuza! Okay. Ghost, or Asharis, you attack Zabuza. I will save you, Ghostlinger! 17. Plus your stuff. 
plus some stuff. Puts it over 20. Well, a sure from 17, they're just your proficiency does that. But I think it's yep. 17 plus 3 from your proficiency plus you said 5 now for your dexterity? I've had 5. I've had 5 dexterity. So that's 25. Yeah, that'll hit. I'm very dexterous. Alright, roll me damage against Zabaza. Alright. Do you say anything as you stab him? I will defeat you, evil man! Oh, don't forget, it took us a while to get here, but you were reaching for the thing. Do you grab the thing? You have one sword out, but your other hand is empty. You can grab the thing, grab the ring, uh, the, the, the bracelet, or you can draw your other sword and have your other sword handy, which is more important. I feel like saving Ghostlinger's life is more important than grabbing the thing. I think... Would you agree? No. You'll still get to attack him with one sword, just not with both. You'd have to grab it, then run over, attack with one sword. Blinky could also attack. Yes. And then next turn, you could draw your other sword. All right. I will grab the bracelet, run over there, and attack him with the one sword. What do you do with the bracelet when you grab it? Stick it in my pocket. You grab this bracelet and attempt to pull it away from where it's at on the throne. And as you do, there's the slightest bit of resistance, and then the portal breaks. It shatters, falls apart. Oh god, now all the skeletons are going to attack us too. All the skeletons in the room immediately fall to the ground. Oh, damn. Yep. That's right. It seems like their connection to their master is broken. Then you run over and stab at Zabuza, shouting, I will save you, Ghost Slinger! And you roll a 17, so roll some damage. Eight. Eight damage? Is that including all your stuff? Oh, no. What stuff? Proficiency? Nope, not proficiency, just your dexterity modifier. Oh, then five. So eight and five, 13? Yes. All right. You stab him for 13 damage. And he turns to look at you with an evil an evil glare on his face and says, You stay out of this! This is a private battle. And then it's Blinky's turn. Ah, and then Blinky has a turn. Blinky pops into existence! Oh, I forgot about Blinky. Where do you want him to pop into existence at? He was already there because I barked at him. Yeah, but he might have popped from where he was over behind the table That's over true. to you guys now, so. Yes, he pops and bites. Where does he bite? At who? The boozer. All right. Roll me an attack roll. 18. Plus your stuff. It's a whole bunch. Actually, how much whole bunch is that? Is that traditional five? Five dexterity. Yeah, 18, five is 23. Dang it. All right. All right, roll Blinky's damage. What is Blinky's damage? 1d6 plus one. Plus your proficiency modifier. Or not your proficiency, sorry. Plus your dexterity modifier. We use your dexterity modifier for his damage so that it's not a huge nerf. One plus five. So six more damage. Yes. Blinky gets a good bite in on his leg. And Zabuza screams out, alerting another Duragar who comes running around the corner. Oh, no. Actually, let's see. Do they have anything? I should have finished yes. the guy. Instead of him running down the hallway... He throws a javelin into the room! Oh my god. Oh, goodness. At Merlin! For 17 against your armor class. Merlin has no armor. What? He has zero armor. You have an armor class. Now, how long does mage armor last? I'm defenseless. 
Because you cast Mage Armor when you guys first went into the into the mine. I think it's eight hours. In which case, you still have Mage Armor up. So it is... What is it? 13 plus your Dexterity Modifier, which I said is now instead your Constitution Modifier. So 13 plus 2 is 15. Plus 1 for your ring. Your AC is 16. Is that right? That sounds good to me. Is that what's written there? Did we write down somewhere with Mage Armor what your AC is? I'm looking at it. Should be on the first page in the middle, maybe. Or it'll just say 11. It does say 11. Okay. It's 16, then! Because you have mage armor on. But 16 is not an 18. I think I said it was an 18 to hit. No, it's a 17 to hit. But it's still good! So it does... Merlin, you get caught by a javelin doing... 7 damage! (sighs) Gotta write that down. Okay. Merlin! Yes? It is your turn. Uh Uh-oh. To lay out the battlefield for you, Merlin... There is a Minotaur who's not looking super healthy over next to Brandon. There is a Zabuza who's being attacked by Sharas, and Zabuza is attacking a Ghost Slinger. There is a Durgar who just ran up to you from across the room. He's about, I think we said, 25 feet away. There's another Durgar who just pelted a javelin towards you and hit you with it, and he's back at the entrance to this room. I'm using a lightning bolt. Now, Lightning Bolt works best to be able to hit multiple enemies. That would be very difficult to do right now. So you'll only be able to target one thing. Well, that's terrible. Actually, potentially, you could hit both of these Duragar, the one that's running up and the one in the doorway. They're pretty close together. No, they're in a long hallway. Pretty sure they could do it. Go ahead and here, let's do it like this. I will give you a... On a roll of one, this doesn't happen. All right, yeah, happens. You can get both of them. Take some careful running around, but you can get both the Duragar in the uh, in the hall. I'm rolling the dice, right? Actually, I don't think you have to. Okay then, that's right. It's a it's a uh, it's one of my powers. Fling that lightning bolt. Sorry, I'm home alone, and there's something making noise. It was very weird. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, people started talking in my living room. So, you cast a lightning bolt. Consume your level 3 spell slot for lightning bolt. I believe these two Duragar have to make a dexterity check to get out of the way. That one doesn't. How about the one in the doorway? Ooh. Does a 16 beat your uh, spellcasting DC? It should be on your spells page towards the top. What's it called? Spell save DC, I believe is what it says. Tiffy, help me out. What? On the spells page, does it say spell save DC at the top? Yes. Top, middle. I'm going to make it print bigger next time. 5d6? No, that's the dice. Never mind. Right here. Oh, I should turn the page over then. Yes. <laughs> 15. 15? Okay, that one makes it. So I believe it is 8d6 damage, which I'll have to add up. Hey, mister, I'm going to use this technology thing. Roll me 8d6 real quick, would you? Uh... Dice roller! 8d6. Roll 36. It rolled really, really high. <laughs> the Durgar who ran up the hallway towards you dies instantly in a ball of flame. Whoa! <laughs> Let's see. 36 cut in half. Oh, I forgot. Also, do me a favor and roll 48 plus 8. 4d8 plus 8? Yep. Add 8 to the modifier and 4d8s. And we will roll... That is going to be a 29. Uh, okay, wait, no, you'll survive that. 29, uh, 36 cut in half is 15, and 3, 15, 16, 18. 18. The one that threw the javelin at you 
is he's looking pretty toasty down at the end of the hallway, but he he partly got out of the blast, so he's not instantly vaporized. All right, <laughs> that was a pretty good turn for Merlin. Yeah, geez, Louise. It's back to the top of the round, and the Minotaur clears the skeletons off of his horns, uh, and he has a horn. And oh, that's right, he's like a rhinoceros. He can't charge. Dang it. That's terrible. I wanted him to charge. Oh, well, he can't. So he's just going to swing at you with his great axe again. Oh, me? Yes. Oh, what do you get? Oh, uh, he got an eight. Ah, uh, I guess what? That's not good enough. <laughs> so how does this thing not kill you? Uh, he swings at me where a normal man's head would be in his bloody rage when I'm no normal man. I traded height for handsomeness. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Ghost Slinger, you don't feel very good. You take 11 points of poison damage. What? Poison damage. What do you say to Zabaza as he is standing in front of you and you start to feel bad from where his blade stabbed into you? I'm gonna die. Zabuza says to you Why yes of course you're going to die That's been my plan all along He is evil Evil I'm so glad I'm actually gonna die This is just gonna be a great day for me Uh, You don't want to play with us anymore You want to die No Alright what do you do Zabuza's right there He's between you Asharis and Blinky. He's almost completely surrounded. Ooh, let's stab the man if I can. What is it with you and the dice today? How many dice are there? I forgot. Six. Oh, there's six. Then I have no, them all. Seven. Then there's seven. Then I don't have them all. I have all the ones I need, I believe. Okay. Roll an attack. <laughs> I hope. Ooh. It is a 15. Plus your proficiency, which is 3, plus your 4, which makes that 7. 15 plus 7 is 22. That's good enough. Roll damage. Doot, doot. It's a 1. Oh, no. 1 plus your 4 is 5 damage from your main hand katana strike. You do 5 damage. Would you like to hit him with your offhand weapon? Yes, that would be nice. Okay. Roll your offhand attack. Another 15. Well, that one gets your proficiency and all that jazz too, so that'll hit. A three. Doesn't get your dexterity modifier, so you do three more damage, bringing your total up to eight damage. Do you say anything to Zabaza as you stab at him with your short sword? Ooh, la, la, la. <laughs> uh, that's, that's chaotic good for you. Zabuza says back, See? The blood loss is starting to get to you already! What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm perfectly fine! Brandon, it's your turn! Is that Minotaur dead yet? No, he is not dead. No one has hit him since you did? I'm gonna hit him again! No, I think Ghost Slinger... Did Ghost, yeah, Ghost Slinger stabbed him in the first turn. So yeah, he's not dead, but he's also pretty bloody. He's not looking great. I'm going to hit him with my flail! Okay. Oh my god. I can, I can send you, like, all of these dice rolls later if you're curious. That's a 17. You're still using the official D&D one? Yeah. 
If you're not careful, they're going to all switch to using that thing and tell me that regular dice are terrible. <laughs> so that's a 17 plus my 7. So 24. Yeah, that'll do it. All right. Uh, I got to change the D6s and the D8s back to 1 and get rid of their modifiers. So 1D8, that's a 1. Okay, well, that didn't go as well as it did before. 1 plus your strength modifier. Of 4. So that's 5. All right, you hit the Minotaur for five. It moves at you. I hit him again. All right, roll another one. Twelve plus seven, uh, so nineteen. That'll do. I rolled a five that time, so nine damage. Asharis. Yes. Did you pick up the portal ring? Yes. We broke it. You picked it up? Okay. Thank you. The Minotaur is definitely starting to feel some, uh, some bludgeoning damage here. Ghost Slinger! Oh, wait, no, sorry. That's not where we are. We're Brandon. I, I retract my former statement. Ghost Slinger! You should keep your friends and their pets out of this! This is between me and you! This is between you and me! <laughs> oh, man, wow. He's, uh... He, he's gonna stab you. What? What? He's gonna stab you. Oh. He's gonna stab you, but good. Let's see. How does he stab you? It's not my turn. He stabs you for 26. You're dead. Not 26 damage. He hits you with a 26. Oh. Does your AC beat a 26? What? I don't think so. No. I think your AC does not beat a 26. So you take seven damage. You're getting close to dead. I am. Ghost Slinger has nine health. Yes. Uh Uh-oh. Ghost Slinger, what do you do as you drop down to nine health? (laughs) I told you, you will never be as powerful as me. You're cheating! Uh oh. And he strikes at you with a 16. What's your armor class? 15. Oh, and he does six more damage. What's Uncanny Dodge? Oh, yeah, that's the thing that lets her take half damage from anything whenever she wants, I think, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm too lazy to use it. You're gonna die! Okay! Ah, <laughs> uh, how, how badly hurt is she? She's about to die. Dead, dead. Almost. What did you just hit her for? You have a movement still? I just hit her for seven more. No, six more. It's six. You're lying. It was six. So she has three health. I can just imagine Zelda. How far far away is she from me? She's standing like ten feet away. Yeah, ten feet away. She came to help you with the Minotaur. Let's see, Brandon, Zabuza, Zabuza did his thing. He said, I can see the poison in your eyes. It's not long for you now. Asharis, it's your turn. Um, I guess I will cure wounds. Is cure wounds a touch, or can yes. you do it at range? Touch. Okay. Asharis nimbly steps around Zabuza in order to cure wounds on Ghost Slinger. But it says... If I cast it at a level 2 spell slot, the healing increases by 1d8. Yep, you'll be 2 in 2d8 instead of 1d8 if you consume a second level spell slot. I'm going to sacrifice everything for you, Ghostlinger. Better make it worth your while here because I'm giving up my attacking to try to save you. I have some kind of healing power. 6 and 6! So Ghostlinger regains 12. 12 hut points. Well, it says 1d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. What does that mean? We'll go to your page where it says spellcasting ability modifier at the top. It doesn't say that. Top right. 
Plus wisdom. I don't think I have any of that. Oh, I do have two. Plus two. So, 14. Ghostslinger gained 14. What? You might not die as quickly. 17. Yay. That's one action of your multiple actions that you can take, Ghostslinger. Or, sorry, not Ghostslinger, but Asharas. So, so you can... Let's see. How does your thing work? You get... You got an extra attack at some point. Your normal action would be to do an attack plus your offhand attack. Mm-hmm. And then you have a second action that you can use that is what you normally use to control Blinky's action. Mm-hmm. You can choose to... A, attack with Blinky, which is equivalent to your one main hand attack, or you could strike out at uh, Zabuza yourself with your main hand and your off hand, leaving Blinky just to guard nearby. That sounds like a good idea. Okay, which means you still have the ability... Wait, is that... Yes, you gain an extra action. You can totally do that. All right, roll an attack roll against Zabuza. Does he look bad? Uh, no. No, he looks like he's... Ready to fight for a long time yet. We're gonna die, people. <laughs> in his in his black in his black ninja robes, he looks like he is the most Evil. biggest. The most biggest of these bad guys. He is the big bad of the room. He's definitely in charge. Evil. Evil. This Minotaur is about to go down, right? So we should just finish him off. Mm. Thirteen. If 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 Asharis moves away, Zabuz will get an attack of opportunity at her. A thirteen plus your stuff. Plus my stuff. Which I think is a five plus three makes your thirteen into a twenty-one. Yahtzee. That'll hit. Roll a damage. Seven. Seven plus your five. Oh, yep. Twelve? Yes. Okay. Roll your offhand. Fifteen. Fifteen plus your stuff. That's even higher. So that'll do too. Five. Plus your stuff. Five more is ten more. Zabuz just turns back to you and says, You! You're the one who broke my portal! You're next! Get stabbed! Get stabbed! <laughs> you can definitely see that there is a dark patch amongst his black ninja robes from where you have stabbed at him as he starts to bleed out pretty heavily. He's wearing the black suit. <laughs> the Durgar down the hallway that almost died in the lightning bolt isn't dead. Oh no! Almost died. I'm not dead yet. (laughs) He starts to get really big. What? He seemingly expands in size until he is huge. Well, actually, huge is a size. Until he is large, which is a size class. It's very strange to see a dwarf that is large. Uh, He's taller than everyone in the room. He dwarfs you all. Uh. Oh, God. And he starts to charge up through the room and launches another javelin into the group. Oh, wait, I have to roll the hit first. Who's he gonna hit? Striking Brandon for a 19 against your armor class. Oh, I win. I have a 20. (laughs) You have an AC of 20? Yeah. I win. I win. All right, describe how you don't die. I go, aha, and I, like, stand abreast, and it clinks off my chest armor. Because your chest is so powerful, it can't be penetrated by no spear or javelin. I guess I deflect it with my chin, but I feel like that would be... (laughs) A little on the chin? Uh, Okay, we gotta stop. Puns, Jessica! (laughs) Next time, he'll be close enough to actually whack you guys up close. He's coming close. 
he's moving forward as he's throwing javelins, so he'll be close enough next time. Actually, I guess technically you could run over and hit him with a melee attack now if you wanted to. Merlin, you're up next! There is a Duragar who is now large and in charge, pounding down the hallway towards you. As well as your friends fighting a Minotaur and a Zabuza behind you. Oh my goodness. So levitation is out. Not necessarily. Well, I just put him on the roof. I would hold him in one spot. We could attack him then. Who him? How about if I... Can I do that? Uh, try that again. I dropped out. I want to uh, be three of me. You can do that. What is that called? I'm looking for it. Illusionary duplicates? It's right here. My eyes aren't working too well. Magic missile? No, no, no. Shield? Come on. I think it's a level two spell. Okay. Burning hands. Level two, mirror image. That's That's the the one. one. You cast mirror image, and there are three illusory duplicates of yourself. You will be much harder to hit now. Okay, and and, uh, do I have a chance to shoot somebody or no? I believe that is your action for the turn. Okay, it's good enough. Save me for another day. I don't have much. The Minotaur is going to swing his great axe around again at... Nothing. No. Not not nothing. Definitely not nothing. I believe at Brandon again. Aha! (laughs) Dang it. And he's doing it recklessly! Can't get me. (laughs) Reckless means you will have advantage on rolls against him. Wow, who did? But, let's see. A 20 to hit you with his great axe. Ties go to the attacker or defender? Meets it, beats it. So it's a tie? Yeah, so that's a tie. I have a 20. His great axe barely pierces through your armor with its heavy heft. And does... One damage! 12 plus 10 plus 4 damage to Brandon, who boldly stuck out his chest in the way, only to find out how heavy that axe could be. Okay, I lost my pencil. 26 damage. Oh my god, he's dead, isn't he? Uh, not quite, but almost. Uh, I could have used that extra hit die. Oh, my friends are dying! You are level 6. Roll your extra hit die. Oh, uh... Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to actually do math. This is terrible. Alright, 1d10. Wow. Okay, yeah, that hurt. 6... Plus four constitution. Ghost Slinger, it's your turn. Shouldn't I be dead? You're right. You take ten more damage as the poison soaks into you from Zabuza's terrible blades. Ah! I'm so glad. How do I cure you of the poison? Thanks for the reminder. How has it not been my turn yet since she's been about to die? Uh, well, because she goes before you. And you totally had a turn smacking the thing. No, that was before. She became about to die because Zabuza's turn is after you when he struck her. Okay. Okay. That makes sense, I guess. Ghost Slinger, you are on death's door. What are you going to do? So what? how much damage did she get from the whatever? Uh, she took 10 poison. I think she was at 17. That puts her at 7. Yeah, I'm dying. Sheesh. Not yet dead. No, she's still functioning. I mean, An important <laughs> distinction is not yet dead. I, I still I'm not have... dead. What are you doing? I'm seeing what you have. Like nothing good. You don't have one of those pie. All the good things. She has. She has so many good things she could do. 
Also, doesn't she get backstab damage against the Minotaur and stuff? She gets backstab damage against everything except for the Duragar out in the hallway. Anytime there's an adjacent ally, she can do backstab damage. Have we been doing her backstab damage? Mm, we might have forgot to do it against Zabba's the last turn, but it's not my job to remember what you guys are capable of. I gave it to her on the Minotaur. Twas a 19 that I rolled. Hmm. So did you roll a 19 now, or was that then? I'm rolling a 19 now, because I'm going to stab Zabuza in my last-ditch effort. To take him out. All right, Ghostslinger, what did you tell Zabuza as you stab him with your 19 plus 3 plus 4? <laughs> <laughs> and you stab him, roll damage. 7. Plus... Oh my god. Uncanny Dodge just says that if you can see the attacker, you take half damage. If you, you use your reaction to take half damage against the attack. Yeah, she, she could literally do that every time. What is wrong with you? Why are you taking full damage? You're dying for no reason, woman! So starting at 5th level, when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to half the attack's damage against you. That's all it says. Unfortunately, Brandon is going to teach you how to play your character, and then you're going to not die as much. So Success! it's a good thing he's he's on the group. No, but you just did on purpose. You just did eight damage to Zabuza, right? Is that what you rolled? I rolled a seven. Oh, a seven damage to him plus four for your dexterity modifier puts it at eleven. Eleven is a nice number. Now, since it was brought up. And you have an adjacent ally to Zabuza. Do you want to use your sneak attack damage? Sure. Oh, she might want to do more damage. Doesn't matter whether she takes less, but she wants to do more because she's about to die. It's not done. It's 16. Dang. Some heavy hitting. Oh my god. In Ghost Slinger's ditch effort to stab Zabuza to death, she does 27 damage to him. Oh, jeez. Zabuza... While he was smiling and laughing not a moment before about how puny and pathetic Ghost Slinger is, winces at the pain and says, Ah, I see. You are capable of stabbing me. <laughs> well, that hurts. Yeah, her her sneak attack damage is 3d6 per dagger that she hits with. Plus, yeah. the, plus the regular d4 that it is, plus her dexterity modifier. You are a hardcore person and you choose not to be. What's wrong with you? Can she only do it with daggers? I'm not helping. Any finesse weapon. Okay, then never mind. Everything she has. What's your, <laughs> what's, what's your dexterity, Jessica? Plus four. Four. Plus four? Okay, yeah. So she's doing 1d4 plus four plus 3d6 on both daggers. No, she's not. She's doing 1d8 because uh, her katana is a finesse weapon, plus 3d6, plus her plus 4. Her short sword is 1d6, plus 3d8, plus... Nope, it's her offhand weapon. Never mind. It's a ton of damage! She hits like a train. Now, would you like to hit with your offhand weapon, Ghost Slinger? Kill him! Kill him! Yes, I need this man to die. It's like Destiny Bond. He must die. I hope it happens. It is a 13 plus the 7 that I get is a 20. Zabuza, seize the blade of your short sword as Ghostslinger is whipping it around in order to 
pushed the finishing blow upon him with her super-powered, awesome, damaging abilities of damage awesomeness. Damage. And he turns into a tree with a puff of smoke. I hate you. Oh my god. He turns into a tree again? You dark tree! He was a tree all along! You hear him say, Substitution Jutsu! I hate you so much. (laughs) I I hate you. What the hell is that? He pops out of, you know... He's Brandon. The worst. Brandon, it's your turn. Uh, That's not... That's not just me uh, messing around with what I can and can't do as a DM. That's actually an ability. Copyright uh, in, in the book. That he has. He has that ability. That's a thing he can do. So. Uh, does that mean that he just, like, he was never there or he's in the room somewhere invisible? It's an interesting question, isn't it? I don't know yet what the answer to it is. It could be anything. He might be here. He might not be. You'll have to find out by continuing the fight, Brandon. I was going to say, because what if I was to cast Detect Invisibility and we kill him for reals this time? (laughs) kidding, I don't have that spell. That's, like, way higher level. (laughs) Dang it. What is it, True Sight? Is it, like, a level 7 spell or something? Yeah, something like that. Well, I think you can... I don't know. It's not a level 2 spell. Brandon, it is your turn. I'm going to hit this Minotaur. Take him Wait a minute. How close to death is Jessica? Jessica's at 7 hit points. Is she still poisoned? Uh, let me look. Now, you may not know she's poisoned, but he was talking about the poison seeping into her. So... Well, she's probably showing... I'm a healer, so I'm sure I would recognize the signs of... Well, you know she's been taking damage from poison. Roll me... Uh, let's see, I don't know. Roll me a thing. Medicine check? Medicine check. Uh, okay. A medicine check. <laughs> check the medicine! I mean, I can talk to her... I think that's the same kind of. I think that's the same kind of check that Merlin's got. Merlin's got medicine, so he could check medicine too. Could I talk to her for for free? Like, is she vomiting? Like, what does it look like? Uh, I told her that she feels bad and took a bunch of poison damage. Oh, okay. So her insides are exploding. Um, <laughs> where did the dice really go? Oh, there it is. Uh, okay, so one d twenty. That's going to be an eight. Plus proficiency if you're trained in it. Oh, I am trained in medicine. Yay. Okay. Uh, so proficiency is a three, so it's an 11. You don't have any of the wisdom or intelligence that comes with medicine? You know, believe it or not, wisdom and intelligence, not Brandon Branderson's strong suit. <laughs> Muscles and handsomeness, where all his points are. With your uh, 11, you aren't sure if she is suffering ongoing poison damage or if the extent of the damage has been done. Because I can I can expunge poison from people with my lay on hands. But your lay on hands would also heal her. Yeah, but I can use five hit points to uh, cure a disease or poison. Yes. But I don't know that she's poisoned. In the heat of battle, I'm going to say you don't know if she's taking ongoing poison damage or not. You do know that she is looking pretty bloody. Okay. <laughs> hmm. All right. Okay. So she was on the other side of the Minotaur. Can I circle about him without leaving his threat zone to get over to her? Yes. You wouldn't be leaving his zone of th- influence, so you could totally dance around him to reach her. You have to touch her. I don't just see how much. I don't know where points. Creature. 
uh, I have to take a long rest for it to replenish. And I believe I healed seven hit points on Tiffy already. Maybe. I don't remember. That's been a week ago. You have to keep track of these things. I think I healed... She hadn't taken that damage because she didn't re- remember that she had that five hit points or something. So I'm going to say that I've only used two of them. Okay. So, Brandon Branderson's also not doing so good. But I'm going to shuffle about... What would Brandon do? What would Brandon do? Brandon's going to shuffle around the Minotaur. What would Brandon do? Basically make a spirit ball with his between his hands. <laughs> like, his arms just start, like, glowing bright, hot, white light. And I slam both of them down on her, and I heal her for 28 points of damage. Or 28 health back. <laughs> That's it. That's the entire lay on hands pool. By my count... Ghostslinger is doing better. I'm getting better. I have no idea, actually, how much health you're at now. 30-something, 35? Possibly. Mom. So she's, yes. she's doing good. What's 7 plus 28? 35. Okay. And that's my turn. We're giving up money. So Brandon is dying as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, Brandon's not yeah. feeling good. I got hit with that axe a lot. That 26 from the Minotaur, oh boy, that one hurt. Is it my turn? Well, you see, Brandon asked that question about what was going to happen now. I don't really know how I want to do this. He doesn't know how he wants to kill us. (laughs) Me specifically. I think, I think the tree pops out of existence... In a puff of smoke, the tree disappears. No! Again, he escapes. It better disappear, because I was going to set that mother on fire. <laughs> He's a mother? He would have been when I finished with him. Okay. The tree puffs uh, into, uh, into smoke, and Zab is just standing there. And he looks at uh, Brandon, and he says, Cast you dwarves! Getting involved in my my affairs. I'll get you next time, Ghost Slinger. And it won't be so easy for you. And he lays his hand on his chest. And suddenly, everything is plunged into complete darkness. Oh my god. Ghost Slinger, you hear in your ear, I'll see you in the dark places. And trust me, they'll be darker than you've yet seen on your adventures. So dark! So, so dark. And then... Terrifying. Good for me! I'm on the edge of my seat. He's gonna be stalking me. He's just gonna pop up one day. And he's gonna be like, Hey, how's it going? And I'm gonna be like, Oh, it's fine. I'm just gonna have a really casual conversation while fighting. Ghost Slinger and Asharis roll me perception checks with disadvantage. What does that mean? What disadvantage, good sir? I have perception. How can I be disadvantaged? You're in complete darkness. Magical darkness. I have dark vision. No, not regular dark. Magic dark. Twas a 20. I rolled an 8. You didn't roll a 20 with subtracted... Oh, well, unless you added all what your stuff in What would it be subtracted? So, did you roll twice and take the lower? Oh, you're supposed to roll twice? Oh, I see. Well, now it's a 12. Are you happier now? 12, including all your stuff, or a 12? It's just a 12. I don't have perception. I don't even have wisdom. 
Asharis, uh, what do you roll for your perception check? 13 with all the stuff. 13 with all the stuff. All right. That's fine. Now we just need Brandon's. Merlin, roll a perception check. Actually, I guess, no, you're not You're not really close enough. He'd, he'd be able to avoid you. Am I rolling or not? Nah, you're fine. All right, I'm going to say Brandon's too far away, so it doesn't matter. I'll describe for him what happened later. So you guys are plunged into magical darkness that you can't see through, not even with your special elven eyes that can see in the dark. And a moment later, the light returns, and you can see around you again. But And by light, I mean your, your dark vision you can see. Uh, what's going on? Oh, man, I forgot. Merlin probably couldn't see this whole time because he's not got dark vision. Oh, well. Anyway, the darkness leaves, and you see it moving away from you. There is a sphere of darkness moving away into the darkness until it leaves your vision. Why must we be special? As if the darkness is following something. Uh Uh-oh. So the fridge is leaking all of a sudden. I knew, th- I knew this would happen. He's back. Welcome back. Well, not quite. The fridge just, like, all of a sudden started leaking like crazy and spewing out of the bottom. No. Your drain is probably plugged, and it's running the defrost cycle. So the water that would normally go down to the bottom of the fridge and then evaporate off slowly is... Welcome to Home Appliance Repair. <laughs> this is a podcast inside a podcast. Ha-ha, we have <laughs> well, Brought to you by Whirlpool. <laughs> Brought to you by formerly Whirlpool. So what do you think it is? So the same thing happened to our fridge. Do you remember our fridge in Tulsa suddenly had water starts coming out the bottom of it all, every now and again? Just a big pile of water. All right. So we're back. Family stuff is happening and things are broken and everything is crazy. So... We're going to cut it here. The world is plunged into darkness and no one knows what's going to happen next. Tune in next time to find out what that stuff is that might or might not happen. Yay.